Curtis Cook, we made you read Heir to the Empire, a book about um, Grandpa Empire getting on in years and his kids fighting over who's going to get the house. Oh, wait, no, it's about Star Wars. Oh, no, it's a Star Wars book. Anyway, uh, we start and end every show with a, major, with a compliment. It's called The Compliment Sandwich. As the guest, you're going to lead us off. What is your major compliment for Heir to the Empire? Uh, I really liked that the author came up with a type of animal that defeated the most powerful <laughs> theme of this entire franchise. Yeah, it was just a, a dumb tree snake. It was a, defor- <laughs> a deforcing sloth of some kind. Yeah, it's like a bullshit How do you guys animal? picture it? Yeah, how do you guys picture this bullshit animal, this MacGuffin? <laughs> no, no it's, a, it's described as like kind of like a snake with legs, and it lives in the trees. It's arboreal, yeah. and uh, it's this animal that produces some sort of field that pushes back the effects of the Force. So, like, if it's around, a Jedi can't use Jedi shit, which... I mean, like, I like this. Like, in games and whatever else, there's always something, like, that negates any given yeah. rule. Jedis so, were kind of overpowered. They were a little overpowered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was they got nerfed by these, like, you know, like, these snake ferrets. Yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine, like, tiny luck dragons. Well, and so oh. the, the guy who didn't have the force was like, I need this snake dragon to protect me. And so I just pictured him having, like, a sloth draped over his shoulders like a shawl at all times. Yeah. And he and always like, has, like, a goofy look. It's drooling. Yeah, it's yeah. drooling down the side of his face. And he would just, like, throw its legs back sassily. I mean, yeah. I could imagine though, like, like so again, you have to balance out that power. So I imagine they're just like peeing everywhere constantly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's the dumbest. Yeah, in order to match that, it's the dumbest animal. It dies so easily. It's like, oh my, my tree. <laughs> just buys lottery tickets constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really, really terrible. Curtis, did you picture this animal as a particular color? Oh, I googled it. It's brown. Okay. <laughs> You Googled it on Wikipedia? Wikipedia was so helpful for this book. I, yeah. I have no idea how to spell this animal or pronounce it anymore. What was it? Uh, that's Best a great guesses. question. Well, it's actually, the fact that you don't know how to spell it is going to be interesting for later. Um, <laughs> oh, no, what are you doing? A spelling bee? Please don't say there's going to be a spelling bee. <laughs> there is going to be a spelling bee. Right. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Me too. <laughs> we'll talk about that Star more. Star Wars spelling bee. I already <laughs> forgot. What's the name of this creature? I actually forget it too. It's something with an like N, right? Nordishmish. Yeah, it's, it's Nordishmish. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go all in on Nordishmish. All right, Nordishmish. And this is I was talking with Tanya that uh, about Star Wars uh, the other day, uh-huh. and she only watched the the Star Wars trilogy once we started dating, and she cares no shits. She gives yeah. no shits about Star Wars. Oh, yeah, it's and really so bad if you like, watch it over the age of eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, like, what's wrong with the think. teddy bears? You know, those teddy bears are called, like, um, Yargies? Or, uh, <laughs> Yargies. Y-A-R-G. Guys or... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, and they're called just... <laughs> Nagori, and that will be on the test, so no one look it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Chris, finish your story. No, no, no. Yeah. That's that's it. It's just, it's very easy to create bullshit names for Star Wars things. It's true. Well, yeah. so that actually reminds me, Curtis was just telling me before we started, I... I was like, we were talking about uh, what the role of that girl, uh, Jade, who was mad at why he sh- he missed why she was mad at Luke. And I was like, you know, the em- Emperor from uh, Return of the Jedi. And he was like, nope, um, because yep. <laughs> he's only seen episode four and one. And you said five up no. to the point where he climbs inside a llama. Yeah, he kills the snow llama. <laughs> yeah, he's actually he, he is in uh, five and six. Okay, well. well, Curtis hasn't seen that yeah. either. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, you just up to the snow llama in five. Yeah. yeah. 
And then my parents heard that one was coming out, so they're like, we'll just show you it in this crazy order our generation never got to see, and then one was <laughs> bad, and they dropped the ball. <laughs> yeah. Actually, oh. that is kind of intriguing. We'll start you at one, and then you're just like, this is the oh, worst no, no, movie no, no, franchise. No, no. Yeah, like, no. <laughs> and I've gone on about this before, but there's something called Machete Order that's maybe the best thing I've ever heard of. What is Machete Order? Okay, sorry to completely just derail no, this us, is but great. the idea is... Um, you know, you've got the Star Wars trilogy. It, first, it was produced four, five, six, and then one, two, three. And it, so, okay, if you're showing somebody, or like you just want to appreciate the whole saga, like, you know, do you show them in chronological order, like one, two, three, four, five, six? Well, that has problems because who Darth Vader is is spoiled instantly in the prequels. Yeah, yeah. And if you show it four, five, six, one, two, three, well, the story's already resolved in six. So what do you do? Well, the idea is there's this order where you go four, five, and then the gap when like, oh shit, big cliffhanger. Then you show one, two, three, and then you end up with six. Oh right? man, you really, then, you really make him wait for it. But yeah. then, but then there's machete order, which says, you know what? Fuck episode one. Yeah. Let's do four, five, two, three, six. Because if you get rid of episode one, what are you getting rid of? You're getting rid of Jar Jar Binks. You're getting rid of uh, the the midichlorian thing with yep. the force where the force is biology yeah. you're, you're getting rid of actually great trade policy yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you're skipping out a lot of meetings a lot of bullshit like but the main villain of episode one or like darth maul he never appears again and is never referenced again qui-gon jinn liam neeson he never appears again never referenced again so if you that cut out episode bad. one so you're actually you're actually like improving the flow of the story you're streamlining it and you know what no kid is gonna ask oh who's that floppy-eared guy who's in the background of that council meeting to know right. who jar jar banks is uh, jar jar Man. never has another meaningful role so I mean, two and three are atrocious movies they're, i think they're still. atrocious I mean, but you at least propel kind of forward. they're all pretty bad you get you get the the story of anakin skywalker becoming darth true, vader true. in two and three so you get four five and you're like darth vader's my father oh what rewind and then you go two three and then you wind up return of the jedi it all wraps up machete order i don't know also by the, then you're watching like decent best bad 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 <laughs> So it's not a Jedi great. isn't that bad. Jedi is not bad. You you, you don't get to say bad for the other oh, for it's two corny. and three and say bad. It is corny, yeah. but it, I don't. I wouldn't call it bad. It was my, my favorite, favorite when I was growing up. My favorite yeah, thing too. is watching Anthony Lopez talk about uh, Episode Seven uh, and refer to it as the third good Star Wars movie, and watching people's minds explode. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun. Also, uh, really quick. You can stop. I know your mid-email, angry email. You can stop. They are not the Nagori. Those were the gray-skinned murderers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, didn't they start with an I? Spider-Man I guns? Really hard. You just said I thought N- it started with an then... S. <laughs> yeah, you got... How did we read this whole book? All right. Um, they, just we got to keep moving on these it. compliments. So uh, I'm going to go second since I'm already talking. Uh, my compliment <laughs> is for the smuggler stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so this book had like space pirates. A couple of distinct segments. <laughs> One was the C-SPAN part, where it's like Luke and Leia talking about trade policy again, and then and how to run a government. That's and what then, I thought would have been your favorite. I did. That was my second favorite. Then there was the other part where they were the smugglers, where they were talking about like they were playing space poker, and they were like, uh, yeah. how how much stuff can we hide in our space boat?" And then um, and then there's this other part with um, they were like cat kidnapped in a closet they were trapped in a closet trapped in a closet and uh anyway but the smuggler stuff is so fun i they hang out in a smuggler bar and they're like well you know the smuggler code like they they say smuggler a lot it's like they're smurf for smuggler (laughs) everything has got smuggler in it but i they have at one point there's a, a space poker game where someone is space cheating where he's got a card that if you touch the edge it changes to a different card which is a cool way to cheat in the future also yeah. sounds real hard to detect but they can just do a full body scan where they're like are you hiding any cards in any of your orifices <laughs> scan no 
Also, yeah. get that heart condition checked out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really helpful. Anyway, all the smuggling stuff. Space pirates were really fun. Yeah. I like space pirates. Uh, Chris, what's your major compliment? Uh, my major compliment is uh, something that I realized about continuity and context in this book. Um, so I know that this book was cheesy. I mean, it was written in 1991, and it, there's a lot of just cheesy, corny, like, space bucks, pirate shit going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and especially in light of episode 7, it seems really cheesy. Like, I actually went back and watched episode 7 after reading this um, mm. and watched the space battles. And I was like, oh, man, the pacing and everything is just so much better in this. But then I went back and watched Jedi again. And this is so in line with the tone of Return of the Jedi, where yeah. everybody's just, like, grinning all the time and nothing bad can happen. <laughs> and there are just, like, you know, there are about five people in the universe that you just bump into everywhere. Yeah. That's totally <laughs> what this so... is. <laughs> and so, and, like... And all, everybody's just constantly like, man, remember that thing from the movie? movie we were just in (laughs) so uh, you know on one hand it's it's cheesy but my comment is that it's cheesiness is tonally perfect cheesiness to be part of this universe particularly in this time uh update you can stop your second angry email they're the islamari oh yeah Yeah, it doesn't start with an i it starts with a y we listen to it on an audiobook chris knows yeah lizard like tree dwellers about 50 centimeters in length Although it says furry, and then the picture is definitely scaly, so people are not. Oh, wait, wait, 50 centimeters. Well, you'd be furry and scaly. Like it's fine. 50 centimeters is half of a uh, hundred meters. That's five crayons. Yeah. Is it five crayons? Uh, well, 10 yeah. centimeters. Like a decimeter, I think of as a crayon. Uh, yeah. So they create oh, wow. a force neutral bubble. The ability evolved in response to pred- predation by the force sensitive Vorksnickers. So, yeah, which is those go. wolf guys with the whippy tails. How do you know that? All right, Chris. Well, um, no, because they... Uh, come on. They, they, there was a whole bit in this book where they got attacked by Vornskers. Well, actually, uh, there's a lot of bits in this there's book. There's a lot of bits. Though. And also, uh, one thing I've recently come, become aware of is if you listen to a book three times speed on audiobook, you miss certain <laughs> You listen to it 3x? I was... Uh, well, like 2.5. For I listen to it at 0. 0.75. You've got to drink in the words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. All right. Uh, so where are we? Uh, Chris, what's your ma- major compliment? I just gave it. Ezra. Chris, what's your major compliment? Chris, Another one. compliment. <laughs> so the cheesiness is <laughs> totally consistent. No. Okay. Uh, Ezra, um, major compliment. Well, so aside from the fact that I got to like understand like prepubescent Chris and have a greater appreciation for what he was into, um, <laughs> I, um, I, I also dug... So at one point, there's... um. A, a slow ass ship, basically. If I understood yeah. this right, uh, yeah. so so there's like they're 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 really close to a, to the sun uh, <laughs> when they see Lando this time, uh, and Lando's Lando's on another oh crazy, the umbrella ship yeah the umbrella ship yeah. right so so in order to get to 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 uh, Lando's mining operation, um, um, the only way to get there is to get under this umbrella ship, uh, which blocks like you know super hot solar stuff. Um, and you just get to like, kind of like kick it for like ten hours, which is like a really good time to like to like catch up on movies and stuff. It would yeah. be faster. Have y'all seen Sunshine? Oh, no. that's a good movie. I mean, wait, 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 capital S or not capital S? Because yes, <laughs> the Danny Boyle movie. Then no. Oh. Okay, and uh, also still no. Did you guys <laughs> know not like that Billy D. Williams was in Star Wars? Yeah, no, I googled it, and that was the coolest part of this whole book. <laughs> <laughs> learning that. Star Wars? He was the guy who sold Colt 45. 
Yeah. No, he's Lando. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Lando. Oh, okay. Super smooth. Yeah. Oh, wait, because you never saw past half. Yeah. The back half of this Lando. was the coolest thing. So Lando Calrissian probably as a character did not make a ton of sense to you in this. You know what? You 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 might like other parts of Star Wars at some point. Curtis. What uh. were the Clone Wars, and why did it matter? Oh, that that, that no, didn't. Wrong question. <laughs> Don't get me started. So when? Uh, at what point? Does uh, Khan come in and fuck everything? (laughs) (laughs) You really should see Empire. It's the best of the movies. It's really. Is it when he kills all the time lords? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're a troll, Curtis. Good morning, Meatsuits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about mostly bad books and movies and TV. Uh, I'm your host, Alex Falcone. On Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, he's at C. Waltersmith. Waltersmith, if you will. On Twitter, in Brooklyn, New York, it's Mr. Chris Smith. What in the empire is going on, Alex? (laughs) What in the name of the empire? Uh, They use their own name as their swear word? Yeah. It's like Batman going, what the Batman? Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. Smurfs do that. They do. It's yeah. their Smurf. Smurf. Uh, what, the, what the Smurf? Uh, also joining us, uh, uh, he's at Ezra Fox on Twitter in Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. <laughs> oh, no. That was a pretty good yawn. <laughs> it's a tired Wookiee. You must be sleepy. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah. Okay, uh, also joining us, a uh, very special <laughs> guest today. He's at Curtis underscore Cook on Twitter. He writes the column, But Why Though, for the Willamette Week, uh, where he talks about whatever people are enraged about on the internet. Please welcome Mr. Curtis Cook. Thank you. I just wanted to pause for a handful of heartbeats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for one slow heartbeat. <laughs> at .75, Chris, that part might have, must have been really difficult to handle. Yeah, I know, right? Mm. Just taking a bath in that heartbeat. So, Curtis, you were uh, um, you were specifically requested for your encyclopedic knowledge because of your encyclopedic knowledge of animorphs. A much I, better space world, and I do Star feel Wars. like maybe you have disappointed our sponsor. Who was your sponsor? Well, we'll talk about that in just a second. Shout out to whoever it's Kyle made me Kyle. read this book. Uh, but first, I want to say this is episode number three hundred and forty-three of the show. We've now done as many episodes as the percent increase in the price of cigarettes in the last 20 years. Wow. Take that, smokers. Well, yeah, but when you say a price increase over 20 years, I just it's hard to know. Like, what did milk cost back then? Like, 20 years ago, anything could be possible. Yeah. <laughs> anything? Yeah, literally. 1995. What? Mike Tyson and time travel and camcorders. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good... Can we watch Time that. Cop again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all Ezra, the, we can always watch. Of time all the Cop things again. to watch a second time, that's pretty funny. Really? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go back and get a second chance at it. <laughs> Turn back the dial. Remember when we watched Time Cop? Let's try it again. So <laughs> we do it right <laughs> this time. Speaking of things uh, that, it, if you start young, will eventually destroy your insides. This week, we're talking about Heir to the <laughs> Empire by Timothy Zahn, the first book in the Thrawn trilogy. There's three of these. Well, yeah. <laughs> there are way more Curtis than <laughs> But what a... Why would... Uh, uh. This trilogy is one of a billion Star Wars expanded universe novels. Nay, yes. legends 
books. Disney yes. now calls them Legends instead of Expanded Universe, which I kind of like and I think everyone else hates. But um, This is sponsored by Kyle from Seattle who says, quote, I'd like to thank Volkswagen who are indirectly funding this episode by way of an <laughs> apology because my car slightly poisoned everybody. So, are we oh, sponsored he got by money Volkswagen for, now then? Yeah, kind of. He had a Volkswagen and then they got they gave some sort of reimbursement because yeah, of their, their dirty cheating ways. They were He was secretly poisoning the world and so they I, were like, so. have $125 and he was like, you know who needs this more than me? Yeah. Or, or you know what I want? I want to make these guys read this book. Yeah. So, and Kyle requested uh. you. And uh, thanks, he, Kyle. He is a, a, a bit of a nerd and has read a lot of Star Wars books. And coincidentally, Chris is also a bit of a nerd who's read a lot of Star Wars books. Yep. And the rest of us are just bits of nerds. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, guess this is, this is definitely more in my wheelhouse. Uh, this is this is much closer to my my nerd. Uh, I don't know expertise. I guess nerddom. Your yeah, like, like, yeah, the, I, I the feel bubble like... of force protection that emanates around you for nerdness. <laughs> I don't push this back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, actually, we've all read now two, at least two Star Wars novels. Well, not you, not you, Curtis. <laughs> we've but. all we've all done it. Ez and I have now read two, so we're getting up there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, two, two is, is more like two is enough to like put you in like like the the top like like one percentile. I think probably of, of the yeah. world. People who read one could say it was an accident, but two is now a trend line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And three is a habit. Let's do this. <laughs> okay. Uh, so if you want to force us to read anything that you are a tiny nerd about, go to read-weep.com, sign up on the mailing list. We'll have more episodes available for sponsorship in a couple weeks. Also, please request me. <laughs> you can request I'm Curtis. so lonely. I just really we all... like owning books. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could also like put a call out to anyone who's like gotten a refund for, for something going wrong recently and, uh, and, and try to get that money over to us. It's like when there's the there was that uh, the tax refund in the mail and everybody yeah. was like spend your tax refund at Best Buy and yeah. um, we could do that for all times that you get a recall. Well, because like if you think you have money that you don't deserve, give it to us because we also don't deserve it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, we of course don't deserve it. <laughs> Were you injured when your airbag exploded shrapnel all over your face? <laughs> oh Boy, <God>. ever. <laughs> well, we. Is that why Darth Vader had to wear that helmet? He did. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Airbag. why. Yeah. Airbag accident. Of, mm-hmm. What is it? Tahoma? What's the... All right. Uh, was Darth Vader in Slytherin? He was... <laughs> <laughs> Curtis Cook. Troll. <laughs> I tried to stop all of the angry emails by... Right, and you're like, I want all the angry emails. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Curtis, they're just going to request you and make you do worse things. I this was you know I haven't read a piece of fiction in a year and so this was like a nice <laughs> reminder of why. <laughs> <laughs> Validate all my choices. Good work, strong work. Well, in case people at home haven't read it, Chris, will you summarize for our lovely audience in I the guess. style of Lando Calrissian, by which I mean constantly referencing the time you fucked us all over a couple years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh Hey, everybody. Don't you remember? It's back to Star Wars. Those movies that happened. Uh, At the end, remember I flew the Millennium Falcon into the Death Star and blew it up and I was the big hero and I wore a cape? That was the best. Oh, I forgot that part, but you're doing a great Lando. But now, now the Empire, there's just the dregs of it. Just the remnants. They're out on the outer rim of the galaxy. And we, the, the Rebellion, has become the new Republic. We're the new government, and we're made of good and goodness and Jedis. So it's all good. We got Luke Skywalker, main Jedi go- dude. We got Han Solo, main smuggler dude. He's married to Princess Leia. They got que- married. Question. Yeah. Question. Uh, when when Han was working, uh, I guess, at the Outer Reaches, was that a, 
an outer rim job? Oh man, I thought that, and then I was like, "No, I'm gonna pass." And then you did. Anyway. I was like, oh, I'll take those scraps. It's like Alex hasn't said anything long enough. You know what? I like your style, kid, but don't get cocky. That's a great question. So, yeah. Uh, so you know, you got Luke Skywalker, you got Han Solo, and Han and Leia are now married. She's pregnant with twins, and she she's Luke's sister, which we found out in Return of the Jedi. She's now learning the ways of the Force just a little bit. But just so, like in the Star Wars movies, they still kind of act like they're dating luke and leia yeah in this book they still seem they're very close siblings you know every family's a little different a little too lannister for you he can (laughs) tell if they're sleeping he can reach out with his mind and be like oh she's asleep which means if she's boning and making twins with his friend han he knows i don't know if he's strong enough to know if he's making twins or not no, that might be later. But it's sort of like he is next to her hotel room wall all the time in his brain. Yep. Yeah. He just hears whenever a Jedi is boning. That is his yeah. life. Let that be a lesson to you. Co-sleeping is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who said that? <laughs> Strong choice, Lando. Strong words, Lando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so everything's going hunky-dory for the New Republic, except the Empire and their remnants are a little bit more capable than the New Republic thought because they've got Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's got blue skin and glowing red eyes, and he's very, very smart. And he is going to make things hell for the New Republic. See, the New Republic is a little short on shipping ships. They, they can't get their cargo around. They can't get anything done. So they're taking their warships and they're turning them into cargo ships and just putting robots in and like skeleton crews. Thrawn, he sees a weakness here. He knows he can get these warships onto his side and then all of a sudden have a big fleet that he can, you know, fight the the New Republic with and, and take back the Empire. So what Thrawn does is he gets the help of a new uh, Jedi Master, uh, Sabayoth, who's actually the clone of a dead Jedi Master, but he's basically been in hiding. And this dark Jedi Master, Sabayoth, wants to take Luke and Leia and like train them to be Jedi, dark Jedi under him and add to his powers and stuff. It's, uh, it's not great. But Thrawn is using him because the Jedi Master can do extra special stuff it's that helps like out his war effort multiplicity though right where like the clones are like not quite as good as the original. yeah hey steve <laughs> yeah oh Why for sure party for sure so thrawn engages in some like he, he's hunting down luke and leia he's hunting down some new republic stuff he he goes actually he he goes to lando's mining operation lando has a new mining operation on a planet made no shit entirely of lava and <laughs> And this place, he, uh, you know, he's, his mining operation is always on the dark side of the planet. It's like on walking legs, and it's just always tracking the dark side, um, which is pretty cool. But then Thrawn, he takes the mole yeah, miner, these little like little mining pod things, away from Lando. He steals like eighty of them or whatever, fifty. Fifty-one. Fifty-one Whoa. of 51. the eighty. Yeah, and he takes fifty-one of these things, and he's going to use them to use them as like little burrowy guys on the warships to inject like a couple of troopers who can take over the the skeleton crew of this ship and then get it on over to the empire's side so he's got this big master plan well here's the thing is our heroes are sort of fighting the uh fighting thrawn they're they're under threat they know that there's kidnappers after them so they need a hacker they need a hacker that can hack the signal and so (laughs) what they do is they go to yeah, finally, somebody who can jack into the Matrix. Yeah, the main problem <laughs> with the space movie is it didn't have enough mainframe hacking. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the guy, so they were going to go to, they went to Tatooine, and they're like, hey, did Jabba the Hutt? And you know, oh, no, we killed him in the last movie. So who's the new guy? And they're like, this guy, Talon Card. Great name, Talon Card, yeah. Did okay, you write and all this so, down, or are you just remembering the names? No, I'm just remembering. It's I mean, so great that the audiobook was smart, because I, 
do you know how to say the name? I just was like, ah, K, K name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, name with too many consonants in a row. Uh, <laughs> Talon Ka'ard. On the yeah. other hand, we don't know how to spell stuff. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Be an advantage to you later. <laughs> yeah. Really so teasing this Star Wars spelling bee coming <laughs> up in the second half of the show. So Talon Card, uh, they find him. They track him down. He's on this jungle planet. He's got that's where his uh, pirate fort is. And they go and they, uh, you know, Han and Lando go off and and they're gonna say, hey, we need a hacker. But Luke already got there. They found him. He was stranded as an X-wing after he got in a fight or whatever. So uh, Card hides hides Luke from Han and Lando because he doesn't want them to know he has Luke. Then Card hides Han and Lando from the Empire because the Empire shows up. They want these little, you know, those snake things that we were talking about, right? These lizard snake things. And now we have a force, or a farce, a force farce. Yeah, we have a farce. Like, oh, we're hiding Luke from Han and Lando. We're hiding Han and Lando from the Empire. Uh, Tell the Empire that, uh, yeah, sure, you can stay for dinner. Just don't go in the shed. Yeah, we got the Benny Hill music. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then Luke escapes from his shed and... colon, the farce. (laughs) Yeah. And then they run around. So Luke uh, escapes from the shed, but Talon Card's uh, second in command, Mara Jade, another great name, uh, chases him down, and they crash. They both crash their little ships in the woods. And she wants to kill Luke. She she really wants to kill Luke the whole time because she used to work for Dun Dun Dun, big bad emperor guy. She was the emperor's hand, and she like that gave her meaning. And she was like a one woman like wrecking crew, spec ops team, like assassin, whatever. And when Luke killed the emperor in, in the sixth movie, she was like out of a job, out of a life, and she's just like kind of pissed at him. But uh, you know they all kind of work together on the same side so card and his people team up with Honolando to rescue luke from the empire thrawn does his thing with like the mole miners stuff but then he gets thwarted thrawn gets thwarted That's at the thrawn end thwarting. yeah Chris, you've I, read the rest of these this trilogy does luke ever get to does he get to bone her yeah, they get married. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and they have kids. Um, but that's it. that's not in this trilogy. That's later on. Oh. But, but the thing is, here's the thing that you don't know, uh, is later in this trilogy, we've been talking about clones, this clone of the Jedi Master. The Jedi Master actually makes a clone of Luke, and they calls him Luke with two U's in the middle. Because <laughs> every copy gets an extra U. You get more I, I don't U's, know. yeah. And so yeah. she actually has to fight... Uh, the master and Luuk, and she winds up getting to kill Luuk. So in that mm-hmm. way, her like oh, promise. She's always wanted to. Yeah, just like she's always more, wanted to. Yeah, but then real Luke's around, being like, "Hey, lady," and she's like, "Hey, dude." And then and Leia's <laughs> like, "Oh, would you turn it down with the boning? I can hear you." <laughs> yeah, uh, my Jedi mind. And you know, so this book ends. This is part one of a trilogy. We've established Thrawn as the threat. He's got this Jedi master. They kind of barely fend him off, but they know that there's more problems to come. And that's sort of where this book ends. I really like though the end of the. Battle. Yeah. So they use the mole miners to take over the good guys' ships. But then the mm-hmm. good guys hack into the mole miners and say, you know what, mining things, just turn on all your fire jets. <laughs> and the whole thing does like a huge chemical torch through the entire just ship. Just keep on mining. And like, because they used it as a breach. So they like, yeah, you know, yeah. drilled into the bridge and now they're on the bridge and these guys are like flying the thing. And they're like, oh, just turn on the furnaces and drill through the entire bridge. great idea is to steal yeah. these mining machines, to steal the big ships. And Lando was like, I'll just press the blow itself up button and then they'll yeah, exactly. destroy everything. It's yeah. great. Yeah. It's a great ending. Yeah. Well, everybody happened to be in the same place, which is kind of great. Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Except and? for Leia. She was off in the trees with Chewie, uh, oh, fending yeah. off people who wanted oh, yeah. to capture her. So she, she like, Chewie's like, I'll take you to safety. I'll take you to my, my home planet of uh, Kashyyyk. It is not called Kazook. Thanks, Christmas special. Um, oh, you it, seen that Christmas special? Oh, yeah, we see it. Yeah, we did. Uh, the, whole call, time, the whole time they were on uh, Kashyyyk, I was like, what are you guys going to do for Life Day? Any big plans? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big plants? Where's Where's Jefferson Starship? Is Are they around? <laughs> yeah, is Jefferson Starship going to play in a tiny table? 
Yeah. Uh, and really, it's just Love like there are these assassins that are after her, and then one of them smells her and is like, oh, you're related to Darth Vader. He's our ma- He's our true master. I can't kill you. And she's like, yeah, you work for me now, bitch. And then <laughs> Can someone please explain to me who the emperor was? He was the big bet. He ruled the entire empire. Everybody calls it an empire. He was the main dude. J- Darth Vader was like his he second. He was Mr. Empire. Yeah. Yeah, he was Mr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like on that show Empire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that show Scandal where it's Miss Scandal. Miss Scandal. Yeah. I yeah. I don't He was a senator in the prequels, right? He was a yeah. senator, then he was the head of the Senate, and then he just said, you know what, Senate, fuck y'all, I'm the emperor. He was like a minority whip, and then he killed somebody, and then he moved up. Yeah. Just like in real life. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Just like in House of Cards. Spaceship yeah. of Cards. I yeah. want all the all the crossover. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing about the empire, emperor is just like, all one thing that Star Wars movies like to do is like, surprise, there's a bigger guy behind that guy. Yeah. Uh, and you don't know anything about that guy. <laughs> You should just always look behind you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, is what I've learned. Like, there's that giant guy in seven. You're like, uh, yeah, that guy's guy. pretty big. But the next guy's gonna be even bigger. Yeah, yeah I think Star Wars needs to get Star Wars needs to get better at asking the question. Uh, can I talk to your manager? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, Chris, no, no, no. I know you are the manager, but who's your boss? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the manager on duty. Who actually? Yeah, yeah. Look, I just I'd hate to have to cancel my Comcast. So, yeah, really, I just love to talk to someone. <laughs> Escalate me, whatever that takes. All right, <laughs> yes. so uh, obviously this was mostly great for you, Chris, but I think the rest of us might have had some concerns. <laughs> no concerns. <laughs> Thank you, oh Ezra. <laughs> I have a few concerns. Uh, like, why wasn't this as fun as the Christmas special? But there are what? other concerns. <laughs> you know, I told you Anthony likes to say that Seven is the third good Star Wars movie. I like to assume he means Episode One and the Christmas special and then Seven. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a I'm a troll too sometimes. All right, but here's yeah. what I want. Uh, what are you, what are your concerns about the movie? Does anybody have something for our hate game today? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Chris, start us off. What song you hated about the book? Or so I mentioned start? this uh, already, but it's increasingly obvious in this book that this galaxy far, far away, a long time ago, uh, has exactly five people and three different sets. <laughs> yeah. and everybody is just always bumping into into each other. Oh, excuse me, sorry, Empire. And they just like uh, the amount of like fortuitous coinky dink run-ins yeah. that happen like oh you're also uh you're also on the same ferry to go see lando oh okay cool right and like right you know. yeah, yeah they're under the same umbrella and then they were like later like wait you're in the closet of the place that the leader of the bad guys is coming to visit yeah and nobody's like time and nobody's like oh my god get out yeah <laughs> it's just like this happens literally all the time because there are four people in this galaxy <laughs> didn't they like Mara like stopped the ship out of light speed and was like, "Oh, Luke Skywalker." Yeah, right. or, like somebody did that. She's, well, she's she's a she's forcey, so she uh, she has the force and she she could know that shit. The force is very uh, vague. It just seems like oh, the force yeah. is vague with her. The characters you need. To- <laughs> That's why you need the sloths. This cave is really dark. Cave with a cylinder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was in the mountain, Chris? I don't remember now. Uh, the mountain had two things that they needed. One of which was a cloaking shield, oh, so right, that the they could device. they could basically turn invisible. And they're going to use that later in this trilogy, right? And I thought I thought they used anyway. Yeah. Uh, um, has anyone ever done like a like a sequel of anything else where the main cons like the main thing that people liked they just nuked like like got rid of entirely? <laughs> That's a you good know? question. Like, you know the thing that made this whole universe interesting: the magic. What if? 
there were <laughs> what if there were sloths that prevented magic? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is an interesting. Yeah, idea. what if there were there sloths that kept you out of the matrix yeah. for the second matrix? Wouldn't everyone like that much more? The second yeah. matrix is just like in the in the normal world. Yeah, yeah, there is a matrix, but we're not going there. And then it's just yeah, all exactly. in that New is York. sort of the matrix we loaded with. They're like, mm, how about a rave instead? Yeah, that was an issue. All right, okay. So, <laughs> what about the Matrix has- Christmas special where they saw what they were all doing for Life Day? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing, Robot Squid? I. <laughs> the great thing about the Matrix is if it's actually really our world, people watched Star Wars special inside the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. And made fun of it inside the Matrix. Yeah. So whatever, it, it's actually less interesting than the the actual movie. Wow, seventeen-year-old me is really impressed with that leap in logic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I actually, the thing about the Wookiee planet is that I hated that Wookiee voice on the audiobook, and it made me want to die. Uh, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. Like, so there's a okay. So there's a Wookiee who has a speech impediment. And he can't speak Wookiee. He, he can only can't speak, speak like Wookie sort of. Very well. So it's like <laughs> listening to someone growl yawn all of his words at you. Yeah. As can you do an impression of that? You're. you're well, I mean, was, wasn't was, like in an was, earlier scene, Thrawn was like, "I have a disc, so I can talk to whoever's on this planet." Yeah, yeah, Why couldn't the they Wookiees just? <laughs> talk. Ugh. Ugh. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll read. I'll read what's in front of me. Please send. Do not send cash. Include yeah. <laughs> account number on your check, oh. money order. It's kind of like Dory speaking whale, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But with a growl sound what, effect. There's a lot of Dory speaking whale in this book, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, how, I how enjoyed they, the sound effects generally, although I did not care for that voice. There were a no, few times where the sound effects, the uh, persistent background sound effects, because uh, they did. By the way, there's full score like they re- reappropriated all the the star wars music they've got sound effects everywhere that the narrator does a bunch of voices yeah, many of which are good from the 20th anniversary audiobook edition and so there's yeah. a lot of sound effects it was and, pretty good it's and they pretty would, high, high would, production like, loop value. the sound effects though so it'd be like in the background you just hear the same four laser blasts like little beeper yeah or like luke and leia are having conversation and there's a monitor there's like literally a monitor on the background and they're just like beep beep yeah. Oh, also, I, I think their like their Harrison Ford impersonation and their uh, their Mark Hamill impersonation like were both pretty solid. Uh, yeah. They just Mike... did not care at all with with uh, like with, with, with Leia. Leia though. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they didn't. They gave no shits about Leia. I didn't think the Harrison Ford was that good, but the Luke was really good. Yeah, the Luke was good. I actually, and I thought uh, Lando was almost as good as yeah. yeah. Lando was good, and the yeah, Obi Wan voice that shows was good. Up. Oh, the C three PO yeah, was great. I hated C three PO. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> so they nailed that. Yeah, the voices were really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I think my least favorite part of this whole book was that Luke used the Force to talk to the twins in utero. Sure. At one point, that freaked me out a little bit. Yeah. I like that that's where you draw the line. I don't like it. I don't care for it. I don't like this conservative <laughs> agenda. Yeah, I feel like there's an agenda here, and also... <laughs> Luke just turns to the Star Destroyer and it's like it starts at conception. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't that be a surprise if you're like, oh, the rebellion? They are very conservative there. <laughs> you know the things. That oh, that's actually that's really interesting because, like, well, you know, on one hand, the empire is pretty evil. On the other hand, like these guys are Socially pretty conservative. <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, that's, that'd be a tough. That'd be a tough decision. <laughs> the empire is the empire is fiscally con- uh, fiscally very uh, conservative, but uh, socially kind of liberal. Show up yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Chewbacca planet, like you guys need to pull yourself up with those bootstraps. 
Yeah. Marriage is defined as a marriage from one Wookiee one to another Wookiee. Wookiee and one male Wookiee. You're like, oh yeah. man, I thought I. Uh-huh. Unless it's the Christmas special where the old grandpa Wookiee watches like that black stripper dance. You've seen it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why did you see it? I've seen the whole Christmas special, not what? number five and number six. <laughs> You might be the only person in the world. Yeah, you, this is a unique set of Star Wars knowledge. That's amazing. But yeah, I remember Grandpa Jerkoff Wookie and his weird. <laughs> that was so crazy. Hey, Lumpy, hands where I can see. Lumpy, that was his name. <laughs> Uncle Lumpy, Grandpa Lumpy. Oh man, he was great. Was uh, Itchy the son? Their daughter? Oh yeah, there was a little itchy too. How is this not <laughs> the most famous of the Star Wars movies? How, how can you recall the names of the Wookiees in the Star Wars special, but not what happened in this book? Oh, well, oh here's the thing: itchy those and are, lumpy are way easier. Yeah, those those are, are words. Those are words that we know. True. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot easier to remember than like uh, Islamari, which you just made up, but sounds kind of like calamari. So I was hoping they were squid. Mmm, man, Islamari. Not. Chris, this kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier about them being the five most famous people. It's also like the three most famous events. Like they were constantly remembering the Battle of Endor. They were constantly yeah. being like... It was a big fucking deal, though. That was their like, you know, they, they changed, they defeated the Empire and started their government based on that yeah, one yeah, yeah, and I study abroad in Costa Rica. I don't talk about it still. <laughs> <laughs> you do say- we all have things that we've done before that we're very proud of that we don't Ezra, really talk about. you never them. shut up about Pura Vida. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, the Gallo Pinto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gallo Pinto, again. And you, <laughs> and you do say cheers at the end of your emails. I get it. <laughs> I was abroad. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, you pretended to like tea. I get it. Snakes, haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. Hey, Holzers. Welcome back to Hockey Talkie, the mini-podcast on the Sesame Network about one of the Earth's top five ice-based games. Hockey Talkie is brought to you by read-weed.com slash Amazon. Go to that address whenever you buy stuff online, and a percentage of your purchase supports this very show. You sound upbeat. Is everything everything doing better at home, Dave? Yeah, everything's great. We made up. Oh, good. I mean, really made up. Okay, that's a bit much. Let's move on. As you know, Hockey Talkie is a show where we discuss the latest ice hockey news, despite the fact that none of us knows or really cares about hockey. Alex, start us off with some news. Sure thing. Uh, It's playoff time, as you know. In the Eastern Conference, the Penguins are leading the Tampa Bay Lightning two games to one, and out west, the San Jose Sharks are up 2-1 over St. Louis Blues. Chris, why don't we start with you? What's your feeling on the the Penguins' uh, (laughs) Lightning? Wait, we had things to read before. Now we have to actually come up with it? Yeah, this is the end of the reading part. <laughs> oh, wow. So, okay, so it's going to be clear. I don't know anything about this. Yeah, that's what it um, said in a summary of the, how the show so, works. So, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins are a team that I've loved for a long time, but they beat the Washington Capitals, which I like even more. So, I want them to die. I, I think I like the Penguins mostly because they are Penguins. I think that's yeah. my favorite. I also yeah. like the idea of the Penguins and the Sharks in the finals because, like, you know, Penguin doesn't win that ever. It's a circle of life. Yeah. Yeah. The Sharks win that every time. It's very easy. Although, do you know penguins can jump up to six feet out of the water? You know the shark can do that, too? <gasps> yeah. How far can a St. Louis blue jump? Mm, I don't know. Curtis, who do you think Three is... Three feet. Who, who do you think is going to win in the Sharks versus the St. Louis Blues? Who do you, how does, how's that match going to go? Uh, the Sharks are going to take it. Yeah? Why do you think that? This is a better name. Yeah, that's what we're basing it on, too. I just, I just want to say that, that Jumbo Joe Thornton is really having, at age 36... Just, just the season of his life. 
Uh, I will say I actually watched uh, the f- maybe one period of this uh, of the uh, third Sharks Blues game, and uh, one thing that I really like about it is the opening ceremony in hockey games is really really cool. They uh, project sharks swimming around on the ice. Looks nice. Yeah. What do you guys think about this new proposed regulation? We're going to talk about a proposed regulation. I think you're Which? just making that up. I think it should be deregulated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. The rebellion of the conservative news again. All right. Now, uh, story number two. In, a- in AHL news, the Arizona Coyotes picked up their AHL affiliate from the Springfield Mass and moved them to Tucson, Arizona. How do you guys feel about that? Hockey doesn't belong in the sun. It does seem weird. I also have feelings about the sun. Yeah. Uh, hockey weird, right? belongs where it's cold. And uh, I think that some of these uniforms, you know, they're just designed to, to not be in, in Arizona. I think it needs to leave the Southwest. Sorry. I, I have this sort of mixed feelings because, like, on the one hand, yeah, the sun lives there. So it's kind of a weird place to put a hockey team. On the other hand, it's kind of like, fuck the sun. Let's piss on it by making a hockey team wherever we want. Oh, there sort you go. Like hockey that, everywhere. Oh, like I get it. Ski yeah. resort, resort uh, indoors in uh yeah in that mall in that mall in uh yeah in uh, saudi arabia yeah i i'm just or, gonna say i don't think the letter a b belongs in front of h and l only n does <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point too and lastly uh 15 year old grammy clark became a youtube sensation here after a lacrosse style goalie scored in an 11-0 throbbing his team per- perpetrated on the world selects invitational in philadelphia what happened was, so picture this, he was positioned behind the goal, he used the, stip, the, the tip of his stick to pick up the puck, reach over and around the goal, and deposit it just behind the goalie's shoulder. That's amazing, That's, and great puck control, and I could see that coming from uh, perhaps D2, the Mighty Ducks, uh, it or D3, like a, also like the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. D3, the Mightier oh. Ducks? Yeah. I think Casey I'll, Jones also, added a lot to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles saga. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. He did have a hockey stick. Good memory. I like that the the score didn't matter at all. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's just playing around. Stuff. Well, yeah. historically, yeah. there's never been a score in hockey. Yeah, it's, oh, it's sort of like who's right is it anyway? That's what they say about <laughs> hockey. You know, you just that play until somebody gets the snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the snitch really is to have so many points that it doesn't really matter what else you do. It's like we could get a million. Oh, that's scores. not true. There have been games where it's possible. Uh, the snitch yeah. Has, yeah. Yeah. It happened to book four. Yeah, because <laughs> because four books in, someone was like, "Hey, you know that sport you made up? The scoring doesn't really make a lot of sense. That just there's there's all this stuff, and then only the hot guy gets to win with one thing." Serious black died. We needed something. <laughs> yeah, this is a really focused episode of Hockey Talk. It's really, really good. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Okay, and now our power play question of the day, Chris. Here we go. Is the offside rule ruining? The NHL playoffs. Oh, tell us more about that. Well, as you know, uh, starting this season, coaches can ask for an instant replay review on any zone entry where a goal is scored before the puck comes back out. So to see if the play may have been offside. Uh, The reviews are initiated by the coach's challenge uh, until the final minute of regulation. After that, including overtime, the league automatically reviews everything. So it's, uh, you know, it's more like some other sports like the NHL. Uh, You know, is that ruining the playoffs? Is it slowing the game down or is it making it more fair? What do you guys think? Curtis, why don't you go first? What do you think of that? While they're reviewing that footage, is it acceptable for the players in the ring to beat the shit out of each other? I think yes and no. 
Always we'll yeah. say no, but uh, tradition says hearts, yes. Hearts say <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think probably. I f- yeah, I think if we like take away whatever rules they're not allowed, like if they can just beat the shit out of each other like blood sport during the review process to speed it up. This is actually, ki- I mean, like I I know you're joking. This is actually kind of, there might be like a serious thing to this because everyone who complains about the reviews are always like, oh, it's slowing the game down. You're like, well, just give them something to watch, right? Just give them some, like, Oh, yeah. There should be a mini game. Yeah, it's a mini game. <laughs> and in this mini game, it's like, well, the refs are all looking over their TVs, so now no rules. And then it's just punchy ice. <laughs> now, how do you play punchy ice? <laughs> it turns out, guy who gets punched enough that he falls onto the ice loses. What? Loses? I would think wins. No, no, you punch other guy, you win. No, getting punched is not how you win this game. <laughs> no, no, I think I... <laughs> it's very Canadian. T- <laughs> <laughs> the person who gets hurt the most is the winner. Yeah. Oh, wait, where do the donuts come in? Is that a Canadian? Oh, you mean Timmy Ho-Ho's. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, in general, am a big fan of uh, of replay because I hate when sports are, when refs are wrong. How could you think you'd rather have the sport be a sport where they're wrong? Justice is my favorite thing about athletics. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, justice. You know, that's, like, because huh. there's... I just, there's somebody, if you're like, look, we have cameras, and you're like, oh, we can see he got that wrong. That was a goal. The other team should have won. Well, we're just going to keep playing, and then the wrong team will win. Like, no one enjoys that. Isn't that part of what makes a great coach good, though, is their ability to be like, oh, you broke a technical rule, you know? A good coach? Like, if the athletes are like, I can do the thing, and the coach is like, I read the book. Oh, well, that's true. I do like people who are technically well within the rule, like, technically within the rules, but it seems like it's not, like, trick plays and stuff. But that's review would help you because you'd be like, oh, he's technically within the rules. He put that thing in his shirt. Yeah, but that's like that's. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Let's pause there for a second. What was in his shirt, and why did he put it there? The The goalie was in his shirt. (laughs) Oh, they were like, we're gonna pull the goalie, and then they're like, wait, where'd the goalie go? And then he pulled up his shirt. shirt. Goalie (laughs) fell out, saved the day. (laughs) Stopped the puck in the crease. Right All right, I hole. think I think that's uh, that's decided right then. Hole. Should we? Uh... Uh, well, that's it for this week's episode of Hockey Talkie. Let us know what you think on Facebook, Twitter, email, or just you know project it onto the ice. Hockey Talkie is brought to you by reed-weep.com slash Amazon, where you can go for all your ice hockey supplies. It's great to have you back in full form, Dave. Did you know you can buy all kinds of sex stuff on reed-weep.com slash Amazon? Because you can totally buy a lot of weird sex stuff. Okay, that's enough of the five-hole talk. But in a word of caution, if you buy three things, the email confirmation will definitely put the most embarrassing one first. Your order of anal beads and two more things is shipped. So, you know, be careful out there, lovers. Take it from me. But what were the other two things? (laughs) You know, like groceries, candy beans. (laughs) Candy beans? Different kinds of beans. (laughs) Yeah. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the and that's time for the game of Top 5. Top 5. Uh, top 5. So uh, this is our rapid-fire mini-segment. So the first up, uh, uh, we put out a question. So this is one of a bunch of books written to continue the universe that was started in the series of movies that we all saw, except for Curtis. So the question is, what other... My question is, what other movie... Would you like to see 30 novels written about the world? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I'll start out with some answers from our fans. So uh, first up, Helen uh, definitely wants to see a bunch of novels about Flubber. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) 
Uh, it's so bouncy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I eventually, because you know, it'll be like regulated, so there'll be a thing about the trade policy. So I'm in. <laughs> I um, I just saw like part of uh, this uh, Jack Black movie that just came out called Goosebumps. I think there might be a series there. <laughs> oh. I actually really uh, liked the new Goosebumps. I haven't finished it, but I actually am really excited to see more of it's it. It's totally good. What, so it's not about any one of the books. It's about R.L. Stein writing the books and how the books oh. are capturing the monsters that he's writing about. And so if you like sneak into his house and open the book, the monster gets out. And so it was a way to like fight all the monsters from all the books. And mm. Jack Black was super charming and it was a clever idea. And I, yeah, I really liked it. Cool, man. I was not expecting to like it. I went into that like, <laughs> there's no possible way this will be good. Uh, but it was actually really fun. And then you're like, oh yeah, there was that creature. Oh yeah, that monster. <laughs> oh yeah, if you say cheese, you do die. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, also, let's see some other answers for us. Uh, Matthew said, "Cool Runnings" has been on my mind recently, so we're definitely going to say "Cool Runnings." What's "Cool Runnings"? <laughs> yeah, you "Cool Runnings" cool three. Runnings? I'm so tired. Is, it, is that way he? Hel- Hello, Jamaica's got a bobsled team. Yeah, you didn't see this? It was, no. You're too young. Uh, '90s movie, sort of like comedy, heartwarming comedy about the time. Yeah, sports, yeah. Uh, sports yeah, comedy. John Candy's there. Yeah. They kiss an egg. Yeah, so it's the it was yeah. the uh, uh, based on the true story of Jamaica entering a bobsled team in the Olympics, which in the Winter Olympics, which I I like so much because they did not do great because they had no place <laughs> to practice, but they were like, well, we're technically allowed to go. Yeah, and I think that's the best part of the Olympics is somebody going like, well, technically, technically yes, it's in the rules. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're allowed to field a team like we, we, we've never tried rowing, but sure. <laughs> and then because like the odds of me getting in the Olympics are very low. But if I was like, hey, I'm hanging out in Portugal and all of a sudden it's time. They're like, oh, man, we don't have anybody who does ice dancing. There's a chance I could just ice dance the worst. Yeah, that seems fun. Doesn't That's, that seem fun to be in the Olympics for something you don't know? That does, does anyone have fun. like a yeah? Does, I mean, does anyone else have like a, a sport that they would think they could maybe you know take a run at? Just just not popular enough to to have other people care. Well, definitely bobsled is a good answer for that because you just sit in a sled and it goes down the hill real fast. Yeah, well, and you got to be a pretty good sprinter is the thing. Yeah, for like a second at the beginning in ice shoes, but like... Yeah, and then you got to be good at leaning in the right direction, well, I guess. I, I suspect that if you were to just sit down in that bobsled, you'd be like, the odds are I'm going to get to the bottom. Yeah, I think it's a good way to have a bobsled crash, though, because if you're not leaning into those turns, it's just going to, like, flip over. Well, then why did they make the track so dangerous? <laughs> why are there all these traps in my bobsled track? Yeah, yeah man, let's get Osho over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm the world's number one kids track bobsledder <laughs> no i'd be the world's number last bobsledder but it would be so fun like just put give me a helmet put me in a bobsled push it and let's see what happens <laughs> that's uh, awesome also kyle suggests he'd like to see 30 or 400 novels written about lord of the rings yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. i think one was enough well i mean i think it feels like a lot already. i never finished one of those books you never fished any, or you, what, you, get, you never got to. You never got to Billy D. Williams then. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made my life so much better if he was the the one. If it was just like, he just like Billy D. says, I'll take that up. ring from you. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: you don't know like who like uh, who Tolkien was picturing. Like he could have been picturing Billy D. Williams. For all we know, he was picturing Jesus for everybody. Well, Wasn't yeah. that a, <laughs> that's a good point? Just eight Jesuses together. <laughs> One Jesus who betrays the other Jesuses, and they all destroy the big Jesus in the sky. 
And then there was that that uh, seven brides for seven Jesuses. It was hard to find, <laughs> but they got them. <laughs> they got them. <laughs> uh, anybody else? What do you guys want to see more movies written about? What movie would you like to see a long series of novelizations? Uh, mm. uh, uh, that's hard because, like you know, clearly they're making more Frozen's and more Finding Nemo. Yeah, so Kellen mentioned this, uh, that probably if you're looking to profit, you just make a, a Frozen trilogy, prequel, retelling, sequel, first chapter, book deal, like everything. And so, uh, which I get, I think that is true. Uh, but also, I think probably those already exist. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, that's, like that's pretty true. How about speed? How about some, some novels about speed? Do you think that bus ever went on adventures afterwards? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been off the bus. Oh, I thought you were talking about the cop. Good point. The bus is the main character of that movie. Joined in with Ernest and went to camp. Yeah. yeah. Ernest goes to camp with a bus that never slows down. Yeah. Listen. That bus just don't quit. Bunk 7, someone is still going 45 miles an hour. I told you the lights <laughs> were out at 11 p.m. <laughs> Uh, all right, you guys, if you think of any more, let me know. But now it's time for question number two uh, in our top five round. Um, I, I mentioned that parts of this felt like intergalactic C-SPAN, I think, early on. Sure. With them setting up a government and talking about the rules. Um, what other networks would you like to see cover parts of the Star Wars story? Hmm. ESPN? Yeah, what's the ESPN like? What are space, what are space uh, uh, Olympics? What are the space games? Um... Yeah, I mean, I feel like the only thing I know about is like the like the crazy version of chess, chess, you know, that what Archie plays. Yeah, yeah, it's but like, I bet there are sports. I bet there's like space beach volleyball that they'd show on E Space PN two. <laughs> it's not a catchy name, but I can see. I can see how they got there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are uh, more Star Wars sports. I'm sure Wikipedia um, has some. Well, it has a whole category: category sports. Oh, uh, including sporting events, athletes, ball sports, blood sports, combat sports, fishing. Uh, oh yeah, they be- they definitely show that space poker shit on like ESPN three. Yeah, you know? space fishing. Um, Yikes! Robert Redford really likes it. A trawler. Yeah. Uh, there was a trawler in uh, developed by the Ubrickian Industries. That's from Star Wars Seven uh, Reckonings. I bet there'd be like a, you know, I think on, on Home and Garden, there'd be sort of like a, a ship flippers where they'd take a wreck and they'd, they'd uh, remodel it and mm. kind of gut it to the inside and then sell it for more. Is it? I have uh, I, never. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure on this, but any Star Wars thing I've ever read or seen isn't just the Empire and the Republic and everyone on every planet is, is in a constant state of poverty. Right? Yeah, there's a lot mm. of poverty. Like it's there's like, hey, we can't, we don't have enough for the ship. So because we put it all on this bigger ship that got blown up by the second movie, and that was it. That was only nice ship. Yeah, they do blow up a lot of their wealth um, in this. They really should stop doing that. Yeah. Speaking of ways to lose your wealth, you could host the Galactic Games, the galaxy-wide sporting event that occurred on a different planet every seven years. Ooh, See, seven. you think that it's going to be great, and then you really you just spend all your money on subways that you don't need to stadiums hey, that no one's going to go, and then you're like, ugh, oops. Oops. Um, <laughs> Space I... Brazil is very upset. Yeah, Space Brazil is so poor. <laughs> uh, lightsaber fencing tournaments. Oh, and pod racing. How did we miss that? Oh, oh yeah, we forgot about pod racing. Sure. Um, oh, was that the thing yeah. the little blonde bowl cut boy did? 
Yeah, the Bulkhead yeah. guy was really good at was uh, Was Bulkhead guy Darth Vader? Was that the point? Yep. Yeah. 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 Ah, man. What a great billion dollar thing. What a good, what an art he <laughs> All right, and now the moment you guys have all been waiting for. It's time for the Star Wars Spelling Bee. Chris, hide yeah. your... Uh, hide, minimize your internet. Okay. Actually, and can you also just take a couple shots first? I kind of want like, this to be even. Uh, I could take a shot first. I don't want to because my throat hurts. But... And by the all time right. it, it gets to you, it'll be too late. What yeah. about a book um, series about Ocean's Eleven? There you yeah, go. that's not bad. Well, since the I, movies were Ocean's 12 and Ocean's 13, like the books just have to keep that up until it's like Ocean's 46. Or, or, what if they flip the script? Ocean's one. No, oh, they flip the script. The whole thing's from uh, Julia Roberts' perspective, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what was she doing on, in the 13th one? Are you one? guys excited for the all-female Ocean's 11 with Sandra Bullock? Sure. Yeah. Is that happening? I that's read somewhere that I think they were going to do it. Well, I'm excited about Lady Ghostbusters. I That'll be fun. I am fine with Lady Ghostbusters. I... Do not care for Ghostbusters, really. There you go. Not enough I've, rules. I love not the toys. <laughs> I want to see the ghost political. I, I only just watched Ghostbusters uh, a few months ago because everyone thought I needed to see it and said that it held up, and I think they were lying. Yeah, they were lying. Anything from the eighties is pretty bad. Yeah, what happened to eighties? Which is why Star Wars stops existing every ten years. I guess so. I mean, that checks out. All right, so uh, we're going to start with you, Chris. You're, I'll give you an easy one. Sure. Lando Calrissian. Oh, okay. Uh, so L-A-N-D-O, Lando. Sounds out. And then Calrissian is C-A-L-R-I-S-S-I-A-N. That is correct. Yeah. All right, Ezra. Wait, wait, wait. Is there a bell? Oh, bells. No, bells when you get it wrong. Come on, you guys. No, I thought it was... I no. Want, really? I know. It's crazy. It's the only place in the world where bell is bad, but bell in spelling bees means you get it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Also, I, I know what my movie is that I want the spinoffs of. Okay, I can't wait. Shanghai Noon. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I was just going to say that darn cat, because I bet that cat <laughs> got up to some adventures. Yeah. Uh, or I, I really, really no, like Shanghai Noon. Noon, and then like Shanghai 1230, and then like yeah. Shanghai uh, Mid-Afternoon. Uh, the Shanghai Rush Hour. Shanghai Early <laughs> Evening. Y- y- Shanghai Happy Hour, where uh, he just gets some snacks. Mr. Shanghai, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Mm. Food's half off. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys ever read Good Burger 2, Good Burger to Go? <laughs> no. <laughs> I might call in and request that you guys read Good Burger 2, Good Burger I... to Go. <laughs> do we have a phone number? <laughs> we do. <laughs> you think that's how this works, but I like it. Ezra, your name is Rook. That is uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn's bodyguard, Rook. I would R- not know how to spell this. Oh. Ding. UK? <laughs> you got e? the R correct for a steal. Curtis, Exclamation point! You read the book can you, without opening it. Without opening it, can you spell Rook? Is there a trick H? Can there you use it in a, a sentence? H. Yeah. Um, Thorns oh, yeah. Rook seemed like kind of a dick. R. How many R? Is there one R? I, that's not really how these work. I read the physical Curtis. book. There's a million. Like every other letter is an R. There's a lot of R's. <laughs> Just the one R. But, Are you... you know, wait, 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 Alex. You can't, you can't give away information. <laughs> I answer the questions. Wait, was that allowed? <laughs> yeah. You can okay, ask. how do you spell it, Alex? <laughs> That's the only question you can't ask. All right, can you give me each of the letters in, in a row? It's turn. It's his turn. Can it be my turn, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it can. Uh, it's your turn again, Ezra. Your your name is Talon Card. Talon oh, wait, Card. No, wait, I, all right. Can, can you use it in a sentence? Talon Card was a smuggler who was 
kind of friends with Lando Calrissian, and he stuck to a code. Uh, part of speech? Name. Proper <laughs> nouns. <laughs> L- language of origin? A language of origin is name. <laughs> it's the, the international name language. T-A-L-O-N space. So far, so good. K-A-A-R- Dang. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, How many A's are there? It's just the one A. I didn't. Oh, wait, you dinged me after the R. It took me a second. (laughs) There was a delay. (laughs) But yeah, uh, definitely just the one A. Uh, Chris, talent card for the steal. Just card. Oh, uh, it's K A R R D E. That is correct. Uh, you know what we're needing? More R's. You're totally correct. (laughs) (laughs) Are there too many R's in every name? Yes. Curtis, I want you to spell Horace. Sabath? How did you oh, say God. it? Chris? It's Sabayoth. Sabayoth. Oh. Horace Sabayoth, and I will give you a hint. There is a punctuation. <laughs> <laughs> C apostrophe B A O U T H. Oh, actually, that was correct. I thought you were starting with the first name. I don't know the first name. I got Do the that last again? name, though. Is it C apostrophe B A O T H? That is correct. Yay. Nice job. Uh, all right. Uh, Chris. Yeah. Kashik. Oh, God. Uh, K-A-S-H. Is it Y-Y-K? Ding. Kashik. Very close. Kashik. Ezra. Kashik. K- there's a silent R. There's no K- R. K-A-S-H-H? Ding. Do you, ah. Do you know Kashik? Kashik. This is the best. K-S-S-Y-K. Wait, wait. Hold on. I'll try again. K-A-S-H. H I ding. It's oh damn it! <laughs> I just looked this up and I forgot. K a s h y y y k three y's. Uh, three y's. Triple y. <laughs> uh, and lastly, as a bonus uh, for all the points, what does the acronym TIE stand for in Tie Fighter? Ding. Uh, Chris. <laughs> uh, sorry, Chris, you're incorrect now. Yeah, that means you're wrong. <laughs> that was a battle. Yeah. What does it stand for? Uh. I, I'd like to phone a friend. Well, just take a guess. <laughs> hey, uh, no, I'd like to phone Chris. I'm contractually Chris. obligated to tell you TIE stands for Twin Ion Engine. That is correct. Kind of. Kind of, but the production notes just, they thought it looked like a bow tie. Are you guys all married? Or <laughs> yeah, is that weird to you? Is lonely? That a surprise? <laughs> it actually doesn't Are you stand offering, for Twin Chris? Ion Engines. Oh, I'm just trying to find out what your lifestyle is like. <laughs> It doesn't actually stand for twin. It doesn't stand for anything, but it's based on the T I E fighter earlier model, which did stand for something. But the later model is not an acronym. It's just Tie Fighter. But yeah, it does look yep. like a bow tie. Good job, Chris. All right, that's the game of top five. If you have top any five. questions or games you want us to play, go to redesktop.com. Are, are the Wookiees the race that uh, has kind of distanced themselves from emotion and is just a purely logic based species? <laughs> I think they've distanced themselves from like uh, waxing. Right. Well, and uh, if they if they look at you, you get sent back in time like forty years. Live so, long in know. Star Wars. Yeah, don't Curtis blank. Underscore Cook. Just tweet at him. Yeah. Uh, let him know your pleasure with his knowledge of the universe. I know. You know. I love. Uh, I love the science fiction. Uh, I'm a big fan of the science fiction. Uh, <laughs> just, you just, like just, just, just mix it all together. Put it in a soup. I'll drink it from there. <laughs> 
You know, there are uh, there are three droid rules. Uh, droid may not harm a human. <laughs> a droid may not harm itself. And if this is your first time at droid, you must droid. Yeah, Will Smith droid. was actually all the characters in this book. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you don't know this, but Will Smith does have a small role later on. Really? No. Is he Billy T. Williams? Billy T. Williams. <laughs> His son is Will Smith. Billy Smith at the time. Billy D. Smith. All right. So anyway, <laughs> it's time now for our minor compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. Uh, so Ezra, you're up first. What is your minor compliment? And the last nice thing you'll ever say to heir to the empire. I don't know if it is the last nice thing I'll ever say about this. The last nice thing you'll ever have to say. You can say more. Okay. Um, so I think this is... Okay, so here's really the highest compliment is I voluntarily didn't look at the next two books in the trilogy because I thought I might actually want to read them. <sighs> hey, Really? When was that? Yeah. When did you think like, you were just, going to? Like at the end? Like, like yeah, like half hour ago. Because there was a point early on where I was like, oh, I'm going to enjoy this. And then there was a part later on where I was like, what? what, what this did I is think? tiresome. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like a full size nacho. Fucking dinner party really yeah. ruined. <laughs> <laughs> you were very upset when it was when everyone was in a closet hiding from everybody else. Because it was so like, what do you get paid by the word, you jackass? Just fucking. I really enjoyed Luke taking apart the uh, power outlet for what turned out not to be any reason. I no, mean, he, he took it apart and he used a power supply from his artificial hand to pop open the door. And he used that hand behind as a clue, like the little like little like nodule thingy. I don't know. But he pl- I don't but know, no, man. He, Look, I just... he took apart the power supply and was like, oh, there's no power supply. And then he used his hand to open the door. Well, you know, it's, it's like the process. Yeah. Yeah, it's the journey. Out. We had to watch all the red herrings. What's Yoda's planet? Swamp World? Uh-huh. Ghost World? Yeah, Ghost he, yeah swamp, swamp Thing. Sure. He goes, uh, and his horse drowns and the story never ends. He has to say the ghost <laughs> name. Yeah. But yep. when he goes there and he's like, oh man, totally forgot the swamp would eat that man's house. What a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The swamp ate his horse first and it wasn't enough. The first half of this book has a big uh, nostalgia problem where basically, you know, they go to Tatooine. There's no reason for them to go to Tatooine other than Star Wars has a Tatooine problem. There's oh. no yeah, reason right. For like we've already established there's nothing to see on Tatooine. Yeah. yeah. And they, they already go to Dagobah for no reason. They go to all these places for like no goddamn reason. It was really helpful to me to know what these places were, though, because otherwise yeah. they're just like, oh, yeah, this thing. And then I had to go Google it. And then. Yeah. Reading these when you don't have nostalgia is a very strange strange idea yeah yes you are the least prepared for this uh or the least target demographic i guess it's not a. Uh, it's not good you okay. guys just didn't have technology when you were young you <laughs> yeah. know <laughs> yeah like, we didn't know from good toy Thanks, story is so much better than star wars interesting huh i think i'm okay with that eh, i'm not I, but I, there's okay. worse things i mean it's not really it's, it's just like this is not like a, a really either or. It's not like a coin flip where you can only like one. Who am I talking to? Is this Ezra or Chris? You have to choose. I'll never, I'll never tell you. I'll you never tell you. <laughs> Make Chris choose. Make him choose. <laughs> My favorite thing is that nobody can tell Ezra from Chris. That's... No, they know that you're different people. They just don't know which one's which or care. <laughs> That's what not being able to tell means. That's no. Chris. No, they're like, I, no, it's but... nope. Chris is the one that gets very upset. <laughs> ah, Gosh. <laughs> it's not that they no, it's not that they think there's only me and one guest. It's that in the in hindsight no, they're not it's like It's actually just Alex sitting alone in a room sending his wife out to do things while he talks into three voice modulators. <laughs> oh shit, that would be such a cool thing if I did that. Yeah, you'd be would really it? talented. I would Wouldn't make you say guys great things about your marriage. Yeah. Well it's <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't send her out necessarily. That's just because she doesn't like you, Curtis. But I What? I'm just kidding. Um 
Your wife's real sweet. She's sweet. She just needed a haircut. Anyway, all right. So I'm gonna wait. Chris, you're next. <laughs> Minor compliment. Oh yeah. Um. So this was originally a hate, and it's turned into a compliment. Sure. So uh, thanks to Disney, none of this ever happened. I love that about it. I mentioned that earlier. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, that's that's kind of nice. That like this used to be canon. And all this bullshit, like, there's tons of stuff. Uh, spoiler, Chewie dies later. What? But, well, in, yeah. like, in books. the likable character. Oh, wait. I guess they all die eventually. I'm sorry. Yeah, they all die. Well, no, but, like, but we see him die. Yeah, a moon falls on him. But <laughs> it's, really hard to walk, it's really hard to walk away from that. Oh, you yeah. walk it off, Chewie. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks to Disney, none of this ever happened. And so this is just sort of like a, a fan fiction almost or imagine if. But well, at the same time. So this is like the stories that the kids tell around their space campfires. Yeah. yeah and, and, and Chewie's like, no, I'm right here, guys. I wouldn't fall on me. But no, no, to, no. to echo earlier compliments, The Force Awakens is so goddamn good. I have so much hope that the, the, the new version of the whatever canon of Expanded Universe is going to be so much oh, better than this. man. Can I answer movie? my movie question again? Yes, please. Okay, so so the guy who's doing um, um, uh, the next one, uh, episode eight, yeah. uh, is Ryan Johnson. and Who's uh, awesome. Yeah, and the movie, so the movie I, I first saw him uh, write and direct is uh, Brick, which is uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in like a, uh, a high school noir uh, yeah. like crime story. Oh, Brick? I would love, he did Brick? Y- yeah, 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 it's one of my favorite. Oh, movies. Megan Good was in Brick. I like her. Yeah, she's great. So I would love thirty more books uh, in the Brick world. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I am going to compliment. I'm going to sort of piggyback on that, Chris, because I just want to say, uh, even though I didn't think the book was great, I think major props are due to Zahn for writing an even kind of palatable book. Yeah, and this this was the first nobody had ever written. Well, not ever, but this was the first in a big resurgence of like Star Wars expansion stuff. Yeah, and he had to deal with Lucasfilm, which rejected several of his characters and his plot ideas. He had to tie in with the films. He had to use the nostalgia, but he also had to make it go in a new direction. He had to incorporate material from video games that they were releasing around the same time and keep continuity with them. Like, writing a novel is not easy anyway. Plotting out a novel is difficult. And to do that with this much bullshit going on and have it come out mediocre is such an incredible feat. I am. I think it's really impressive. Yeah. Are you only Props. being kind to this writer because you are currently writing a novel? I wrote a novel. I <laughs> heard uh, Ezra and I wrote a novel together, and uh, it's pretty good. But that is not why I was saying that. I was just saying like the continuity thing. So, Chris, I love that it's called Legends instead of it all being um, canon now because it's fucking nuts for this. That like all three hundred of these books are canon. Because how do you? Well, make and there was a, a guy whose job world? it was. There was one guy whose job it was to keep all the expanded universe canon consistent, and he worked at Lucasfilm. Oh and there, he was like the guy who tied all the plot together, all the everything. And like, hey, you want to know like what the speed is of a tie bomber? I know that because it was written forty books ago. I bet that guy's a fun guy to hang out with. Does Detective yeah. Munt show up and tie this universe into all the other universes? That's right. Yep. Just got Don't one more question reference. for you, yeah. Jedi. And he uh, then painted the scream. Yeah. Did he paint the scream? Edward Monk. Yeah. Detective Monk. Yeah. Wait. Um, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, do you want to talk about my novel some more? Ez, no. do you want to talk about our novel? No. Nah, okay. I like I'm the good. mummy thing. I <laughs> yeah, think it's going to work. Uh, well, actually, I do want to talk about it. I read the, the treatment. But in the meantime, uh, Curtis, close us out. What is your minor compliment and the last nice thing you'll probably ever say for this book? Hey, you know, I just want to shout out to the fans for having me back on this podcast. 
You know, Kyle, listen, keep, I'm keep digging. very yeah. sorry that I didn't know anything about what you wanted me to know about. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, but this is pretty good. Uh, I think, you know, I, you know, I think that hopefully, you know, what's his author's name? Uh, hopefully Zahn. Timothy, Timothy Zahn will connect this book in the Tarnsman of Gore and it'll be a really <laughs> fun little romp for everybody. I need you to get a compliment for this specific book. For this specific list. You're doing a great stall, but I uh, need a book. Kyle, shout out Game to 110%. you one more time. Nope. No, no I and team. This was... <laughs> location, location, location. Physically. You know, I know you guys did the, uh, did the <laughs> audio book, but as a physical book, this was the most... This, this was perfect. It was exactly like, you know... You see that guy on the bus in the trench coat in the middle of summer, and he's reading this book, and it's always this book. It had perfect sci-fi fiction font. It was too long. The books, the size of the book was small, so you could put it in your pocket if you were embarrassed, and it also made it look bigger, so you could feel literary. Uh, I read it with a lot of shame. A lot of the time, someone tried <laughs> to talk to me. Someone on the bus tried to start a conversation with me because of this book. Shot it down. Not trying to hear. <laughs> no spoilers. Sorry, this is my stop. And then I'm you're not, standing wherever you're standing. You know, I'm out here for Kyle. I'm not out here for you. <laughs> so. What? What's the compliment, Curtis? <laughs> I, say, I think you got it. I think you got it. He said perfect sci-fi font on the book cover. He did say okay. that in the middle there. I'm going to give him credit okay. for that. Well, great. <laughs> As, Great. As much well as I'd like to hear you filibuster some more, I think we're going to call it <laughs> <Yeah>. there. That, <laughs> Curtis was a narrow definition, by the narrowest definition, technically a compliment. I went to the replay, I saw it, you did it. You yeah. pulled it in right Oh, up. this is slowing down the game too much. No, right? let's fight. Yeah, no, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week. Next week we are talking about the the premiere of The Bachelorette. I don't think we're going to keep watching this whole series forever, but The Bachelorette is back. It's happening. We're going to have... Uh, what was her name, Chris? Sarah Hathaway. No, well, we're going to have Sarah Hathaway guessing. No, what's oh, the it's Jojo. Yeah, the, 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 Jojo. Yeah. Anyway, that's happening. Did next someone week, so request the Bachelorette, or did you guys get together? Someone, and I think like, our hearts requested it, Curtis. No, that's somebody fine. Somebody requested uh, The Bachelor, that was and Ezra? we kept watching it. <laughs> yeah, that was I was Chris. like, yeah, when I'm not, when I'm not gonna be on. Oh yeah, that wasn't me. Wait, this that person? <laughs> well, I guess that's, that's Ezra. Ezra has the deeper voice okay. normally, but Chris is the man of a, like a dozen voices, and so he does the deeper voice in the show sometimes. Ah, uh, I can see how that'd be confusing. This is Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks again to Kyle for sponsoring. Uh, yeah, asked, thanks, Kyle. This was totally fun for some of us. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Kyle, I ask or ask people uh, if they want to promote anything at the end of the show, and Kyle said if I were to promote something, it would probably be Delicatus in Seattle. Delicatus, Delicatus, uh, Delicatus. Anyway, uh, they have really good sandwiches. And who am I? Delicatess. Delicatess. Yeah. And who am I? I am otherwise unconnected to. Or you can follow me uh, on Twitter at Charlie the BMD, where there are twelve pictures of my dog and one gif of someone else's dog. Oh, Kyle! You fo- I was wondering who the fuck that was. What's up, Kyle? <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey, call, uh, read it and weep, and have me do this again. I like owning things Alex buys for me. I got you the real book. Uh, if you could please request like a watch. <laughs> 
I'd like to review a Rolex. <laughs> yeah. I'd really like uh, to hear the show review something, I don't know, maybe like a, a Nixon or a Shinola or something. Dang, some of these sandwiches at Delicat- Delicatus is good. <laughs> <laughs> this book was so much better than The Power of One. I do want That's to, true. I do want to talk about uh, It's Time for Mummies for one more second. I just want to say, um, so we mentioned uh, on the show last week that Ezra and I have a second draft of the novel, and we are looking for help with titling this novel. Um, we got a bunch of suggestions this week, and including, my, my, I think my favorite are variations on, we got a couple of these variations on Heart in a Jar. Which mm. I think is really nice, right? Isn't that? I'm still a big supporter of Dusty Diddles. I know you are, <laughs> Dusty. <laughs> I, I would be okay with Hard and Jar Two. Dusty Diddles would be like the second one. I'm fine with that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it would be or the be dustiest do touch. Have heard the Kanye West look? I put the pussy in the sarcophagus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I think maybe that's YA appropriate. <laughs> it's weird that just the pussy is in a sarcophagus. Well, everything else is in different. It jars. is a cat. It's a cat. I I I don't really know how to work with any of these things that are being said right now. But we are looking for we are looking for publishing and representation. Please let us take that as well if you happen to be that. I oh yeah, just, yeah. I want Brendan Fraser to just have sex in a cemetery for okay. your whole book. More, um, oh, uh, you can probably. have that. Ha- you can, yeah, we can make that happen for you Thanks. in your fanfic. Is it too late to like make special book requests? It's never too late. It's never too late, except that that's never a thing. Can I have a shout out in yeah. my book? The mummy tagged yeah, I mean, and was like, follow Curtis Cook on Twitter. <laughs> uh, we'll see if we can put that in the end. We'll put that somewhere. Uh, but we also are looking for, more seriously, we're, we're looking for cover art suggestions as well. So if you have title ideas or what you'd like to have on the cover, um, my wife suggested just a, gr- a young girl's hand holding hands with a mummy hand. She thought that would be... Just a very uh, get the point across real fast cover, which I like. Uh, How about just mummy crotch? <laughs> so it's just the bandages, or is there like a, also a visible erection? I, I don't know. There could be like a, a invisible erection. I think can that's way more. It's the erection a, you don't show. Can he actually that's get the, a that's Did we actually cover that? I don't think we ever figured that out. We need canon. We need oh, well I mean, in legends. Yeah, we have a, we have an answer there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, uh, also uh, follows at C Walter Smith on Twitter. Uh-huh. At Ezra Fox on Twitter. Thanks for being here, gentlemen. Yep. And at Curtis underscore Cook. Follow him. Please follow me. Send him pictures of your dog or someone else's oh. dog. I'm here for the fans. Please oh. have me back. Yes. Uh, also, someone on Twitter said that I should review Gwyneth Paltrow's place, Goop. Yeah, Goop. That, that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> she has a store for her lifestyle brand. Gwyneth Paltrow has been too rich for too long. <laughs> this is I'm, you Taking didn't see a strong this stance. as this was the, she has the lifestyle brand where they recommended like a fifteen thousand dollar dildo. They can recommend it. Oh, to be fair, it, it was only like seventy five hundred dollars. Yeah, to be fair, oh. I'm sorry, it's on half price. Yeah, yeah. it was like the employee huh. store. Well, that's, the, actually, well, that's, that's, that's the gold that's one. Compelling. There's a silver one for about forty five hundred dollars. You know. Oh yeah, Chris, you, you're doing a very good job of being. Well, I mean, find new dildos. Find new dildos, but keep the old. Right, one is silver, the other is gold. Yeah, exactly. And then also you want something borrowed and something blue. <laughs> I don't know how that works. All right, uh, don't don't <laughs> borrow a dildo. <laughs> rent, rent, to, uh, yeah, rent. <laughs> You're not getting your Google searching back. Netflix, but for dildos. All right, we'll talk to everybody. In but for dildos. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it. <laughs> Goodbye. That's right there. Oh, yeah.